We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of Hello and welcome to TV Times 3 episode 243 on this episode, we've got some renewal news, and we'll be pre- previewing the 2014 cable fall TV schedule. Then we'll discuss the fourth season premiere of New Girl, the third season premiere of The Mindy Project, and the first season finale of You're the Worst, plus a brief reality check and some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 243. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com. And I'm Ray. Hey, Ray. Hey, Jason. Hey, how's it going? It's going. As I mentioned on Twitter the other day, this is our sixth anniversary podcast. Six years. The first one went out September 23rd, 2008. So when this one goes up on the 24th, it'll pretty much, it'll be the go out the same week. Interesting. Six years. Good for us. Yeah. Who'd have thunk it, huh? (laughs) <laughs> yes. So yes. Well, happy anniversary. Yes. So happy happy anniversary to uh, to all. What is the sixth year? Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody get us presents? This is the more important yeah. question. Yes, we didn't right. get presents for the fifth anniversary. I doubt we're going to get presents for the sixth. But um, sixth anniversary gift ideas. Okay. You can always go to the contact page on TV Times Three and find the address. <laughs> Uh, sixth wedding anniversary. The traditional materials for your sixth anniversary are candy, candy. and iron. Totally not about the candy people. Come candy. on, bring it on. That's right. If you're looking for an elegant idea that incorporates the candy theme while also handily including the alternative material for year six, wood, then these gourmet chocolates in wooden boxes with personalized engraved messages would be the perfect idea. I can link to this for everybody. <laughs> They're real nice. Uh, anyway. Yes. Luxury French chocolates delivered worldwide. Or, or you know, just some Skittles or something. That's a... No, I'm moving past Skittles because, because I hate the green not apple. A, because so they're much. not original anymore? Oh, I hate the green apple. You know that they have one of their other type of sets of flavors has like a lime in it? Oh, I know. Key lime pie, the dessert batch. I know. No, there's a different one that has, it's not, it's not the, I think it's, it actually has, it's like a, I can't remember if it's like the like sour ones or something like that, but there was one that had uh, an actual sort of like lime flavor, and I was like, oh, they they changed the original, but then uh... it's just a screw with my head. <laughs> so maybe uh, maybe M and M's. M and M's are good. I prefer peanut butter if we're talking. I as well. But enough about anniversary gifts. Yes, cable TV. <laughs> Is that what we're no news? News. FX has renewed Tyrant for a second season, which I think is a surprise because I didn't know it was doing well. Yeah, I don't know. I I I like completely. Once I stopped watching, I completely like even lost track of like <laughs> what it was doing. Or yeah, I haven't seen any mentions of it. Nobody's writing about it. At least not that pops up in my Twitter feed or yeah or, or anything. So uh, until. It got renewed, and then it was that sort of, oh, really? They're, they're actually renewing that. So that's the news. That is the news. Moving on to Cable Fall TV Preview 2014. All right, so we'll take a look at some of the stuff that's uh, coming to our cable, all the, the nice cable channels. There's a decent amount of stuff coming. 
starting with uh, Sundays, uh, AMC will have uh, The Walking Dead returning on October 12th, and that'll be followed by Talking Dead, also on October 12th. HBO has Boardwalk Empire uh, that started up on September 7th, and then that'll be uh, replaced by the final season of The Newsroom as of November 9th. And then that'll be followed by the return of The Comeback and Getting On, both oh. starting up on November 9th as well. And then, uh, let's see, what else we got? Uh, Showtime. Showtime has uh, Homeland premiering on October 5th, and then that'll be followed uh, a week later by new show The Affair. So any of those... I am so excited for the comeback. So excited, you guys. I love Valerie Cherish so much. I can't wait. I really, really, really can't wait. And I also am very excited, very excited about The Affair. So good. So good. It's it's deep and troubling, and I don't really have a favorite because everybody's kind of a bad person a little bit, but I <laughs> just really liked it. I'm interested to see where Homeland goes now. I don't really care about Boardwalk Empire, and I thought Getting On was horrific, so I watched every episode, but it certainly wasn't a comedy. And I'll watch The Newsroom. Because I like the newsroom. I'm one of the people who doesn't care if it's, I don't know, against women or whatever. <laughs> whatever they say it is. Is that what they say? Uh, some people do, I think. Yeah, well, well, some people don't think that he writes, uh, you know, women very well or, or whatever. And, and, and mostly it, it just goes back to that scene in, like, the premiere where he, where she sends an email to everybody. Uh, type of thing that she's like supposed to be this brilliant reporter and has been all over the place, but can't send an email type of thing that people got all, that was like the one thing they, and then they kept talking about it. And yeah. it's like, move on. <laughs> uh, and I guess there's probably maybe other examples of, uh, of stuff from, you know, other things, but then uh, I don't know. I, I like the show. It's not the, you know, it's not the greatest, but I just enjoy the, the rhythm of the shows that he puts together, mm -hmm. the dialogue and just how things go. Uh, they're, ju they're just interesting to watch. So uh, I'll watch that when it returns. I'm interested to see what Homeland will be now that they're moving on to a new story. Like they probably yeah. should have done in season two. Exactly. Uh, so that'll be, uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, for whatever reason, though, I didn't get any Showtime screeners for. They haven't sent them out yet. They're on uh, the the fall the stuff. So room. I saw the affair on the screening room. Oh, on the online. Yeah, I didn't think to go uh, look there, but uh, but yeah, so I haven't seen the affair, but it's getting, it's getting like all the, all the critical buzz as, it's getting to be a lot of people's top pick. Yeah, I mean. It's really good, and it, I would normally say it's because all the other shows kind of are terrible on all the other networks, but The Affair is, like, good that even if other shows were good, it would still be a top pick. <laughs> so you're saying it's not just a, it's not just a top pick uh, up against uh, CSI and Revenge <laughs> on, the, on the night? It's a, it's a good show in and of its own? Exactly. Exactly. 
How about you, Ray? I do not have Showtime, so I'll not be watching anything. <laughs> <laughs> what about HBO or? No, I canceled my HBO. <laughs> so okay. sorry. I am looking forward to see what they're doing with The Walking Dead. I don't watch that. Hypothetically, if you had HBO and Showtime, would you be watching any of the? Probably not. I mean, I have no idea what the affair is. Maybe I would check it out because you keep raving about it. But other than that, no. <laughs> it's Josh Jackson. All right. Well, I would watch probably f- at least the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And there you go. Yeah. High praise for the affair on, on Sunday nights. All right. Move on to uh, Mondays. Mondays ESPN has Monday Night Football and the only uh, – uh, the only other thing coming uh, as of right now is uh, the new show Ascension on Sci-Fi, which is going to start up on November 24th. I mean, I don't know. The premise is interesting enough. I don't understand how Brian Van Holt... space one? Yeah. Yeah, this is the... They launched, you know, like 50 years ago, and uh, they're getting to the... They're they're at like the halfway point of some of a 100-year... Uh, journey and so you know there's people on board that have only ever known you know that were born on the ship but uh you know something happens that uh stirs I'll up the, the hundred yeah, no, yeah that stirs up <laughs> the status quo and uh gets people at least at the beginning of it trying to decide whether they should continue on or turn around and go back uh, but the interesting thing i think uh, about it is that I'm interested to see is how they created what, you know, starting from, you know, like the sixties or whatever, how are things still similar to that? What types of things have they developed? What is the culture like on the, what is it developed into? So I think it could be an interesting hybrid of, uh, you know, both past and present uh, that they could tell some interesting stories in. I mean, we'll see. Haven't you know? Haven't seen right. anything about it, but uh, it's an interesting cast. I like Andrea Roth, and I just don't see Brian Van Holt being like a dramatic actor. <laughs> Bobby Cobb from Cougar Town. So I don't, I don't. So you haven't been watching The Bridge? No, I haven't since the beginning. <laughs> well, on that, he's basically uh, dramatic Bobby Cobb. You know, he's he's playing sort of the same type of character, but in a drama. This is this will be a completely uh, change of pace from that persona uh, for the character that he's playing because he's like the captain, he's like the present captain of the ship. Right. Interesting. I mean, we'll see. It, it's an interesting premise. It is something that I'd be, you know, interested in checking out. So I'll give it a go. And uh, you can look forward to all that uh, teeth talking. All that talking. Teeth talking. Oh, I didn't hear the teeth part, and I was like, <laughs> "Yes, you know all the talking you know, on the shows. They got the talking." talking. And I'm trying. I'm like thinking, and I'm like, "What is there a specific type of talking that I'm missing?" It was anyway. Uh, Trisha Helfer talking for. I didn't even realize Trisha Helfer was in it. <laughs> so there you have it. She is. She's in it as well. She plays Bobby Cobb's wife. Intrigue. All right, so that's uh, that's Mondays, uh, Tuesdays. Uh, FX has Sons of Anarchy that's already started up as of September 9th. And then uh, MTV has Awkward uh, returning on September 23rd and the second season followed by the second season. I know season what Ray's watching! Faking it 
on September 23rd. I am not watching it. <laughs> Own has If Loving You Is Wrong that started up on September 9th. And TBS has a Ground Floor returning for its second season as of December 9th. Oh, is and, it? I didn't even know that. And then uh, USA Network just announced that their new comedy, Benched, will be starting up on October 28th. Which I watched that premiere, the clip, and it was really funny. Well, it's nice to see all the, uh, a lot of the happy endings folks getting work. Yes. I think that's all of them. All six of them have jobs. Because Zach Knighton's on Weird Loners, and Alicia Cuthbert's in One Big Happy. They're all mid-season stuff. Benched, I am definitely interested in because I love um, Better Off Ted, Jay Harrington. And I, so I watched the first four episodes or first four minutes of that. And I just thought it was a step. My, one of my favorite things is when someone makes a dramatic exit, but it doesn't go really well. And then this preview clip for Bench, she's trying to make a dramatic exit and the elevator doors won't close. And she finally succeeds in getting them to close. She's like, see you later, mother Evers. And she puts her hands out and gives them the finger. And then the doors reopened <laughs> because she like activated the sensor. So they reopened and she had to wait for it to close again. Like it was just really good stuff. I love her. I didn't know ground floor comes back when December 9th. Yeah. December 9th. I like that show. I'll watch that. I've already lost track of what else is happening. You mean you're not super excited for the return of the second half of the fourth season of awkward? Oh God, No. <laughs> so it's so bad. It's such a shell of what it used to be. And I and faking it, I don't know why everybody thought it was like the best show ever. It was not the best show ever. It was not good. And a lot of that had to do with the guy with the fake accent. It was so bad. His American accent was so bad. I couldn't even deal with it. Sometimes I think there's just shows that, you know, that cover s certain types of topics that because those topics aren't necessarily being covered in other shows. Yeah. People seem to promote these shows even though they're terrible which is why i think that a, a lot of people are promoting uh i can't even uh, transparent you know the new amazon mm -hmm. show that's gonna uh, drop uh, uh on uh friday the, yeah the into this into this week so uh yeah i have no problem with this topic you know with the show covering this topic i just like to see a good version of it you right know? <laughs> you know, it's like because I don't get all the hype about that uh, about that one either. But for uh, Tuesday shows, uh, I'm looking forward to the return of Ground Floor. I really like that show. And then, as you mentioned, with the uh, people that are in uh, Benched, and then I'll uh, I'll definitely give that one a shot. But would still like to hear about you know I don't know some other USA Network comedies. Yeah, come on, Playing House. <laughs> oh, it's killing me. Uh, right. What about you, Tuesdays? Uh, I mean, besides, besides awkward and faking it, obviously. Yeah, those shows are nowhere near my schedule. <laughs> and if I ever thought that they would be, the watching Finding Carter and seeing all the promos for them would definitely have turned me off. <laughs> so they were sort of anti-promos. <laughs> yes, because they're like, I don't know. They're doing all the cliche things now on that show. I will watch Ground Floor because I love that show. And I will probably check out Benched. I have not watched the preview clip yet, but um, as pointed out, there are several people that I love <laughs> in it. And it's from people that I love, so or whose shows I've loved. So 
Um, I think that's it. Jason, did you mention Happy Land? Because I'm interested in Happy Land. Uh, no, I didn't mention Happy Land. Because that's uh, 11 o'clock. It starts on the 30th. It's going to be 11 after other crap. What is that one? Because I feel like it's I basically that like theme park set one. in a yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. So I'm interested I'm in it, but the promos are a little. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Does that start up the same night? No, it starts on the 30th. Okay, so like the week, the the following week. Yeah. MTV shows have some kind of weird, like, they lack some depth or something. I also don't understand, like, what makes a show an 11 o'clock show or what makes a show a 10 o'clock show. Or Yeah, I don't know. Probably they... incest. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably right? incest. I feel like this episode should be titled <laughs> Probably Incest. Oh my god! I the feel 2014 like... cable fall preview. Probably <laughs> Oh my god, um, that's really funny. I don't know though. I, I don't understand their rationalization for anything really. So, so yeah. All right. Well, on that note, we'll move on to <laughs> Wednesdays, where uh, BBC America wrong. has <laughs> the the new show, uh, The Game, starting up on November 5th, and then uh, Directv has a new show kingdom starting up on October 8th. I need to find someone with direct TV that I'm actually friendly with. FX has American horror story freak show starting up on October 8th. FX X has the league Woo! starting up on September 23rd. No, it started on September 3rd. Oh, that's right. That's right. It did start up on September 3rd. I forgot to change that on, uh, on the, on the, my write up of this. That's right. It's been on for a few weeks. I keep I keep forgetting that, uh, but then I don't yes. watch. Uh, <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, and then let's see what else we got. Own has Tyler Perry's for better or worse starting that started up on September seventeenth. TNT still has uh, you know some episodes of Legends and Franklin and Bash that'll play into October, and uh, TV Land has uh, Hot in Cleveland and the X's returning with new episodes on November fifth. This is Wednesday night? Correct. I feel like I've got nothing on my calendar that's on cable on Wednesdays. Hey, hold please. Yeah, well, I am I am interested in... Oh, The League. I watched The League and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you just said that you watched The League. I did just League. talk about The League. <laughs> and then you're it's like, amazing. I don't think I watch anything on Wednesdays. So uh, but I, I'm interested in the game that looks kind of interesting. Tell me what that is. It's a sort of a spy thriller set in the set in the. Oh wait, on BBC, it's not the game on BET. Yeah, a completely different game. Are you it's... really into that? The game on BET. <laughs> Actually, I used to watch that when it was on UPN, but then I didn't watch it anymore when it was canceled. Actually, maybe I'm the reason it was canceled. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is not the 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 British uh, takeoff on that. Would uh, be cool if it was though. <laughs> if they uh, if they took one of our ideas and redid it. Yes. That would be awesome. Uh, but it's a it's a spice thriller set in the seventies that uh, takes place in uh, uh, Britain, if 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 you might believe. And then, as you mentioned, yeah, I need to find somebody with Directv. Yes. Or I need to find someone with them with Directv because Kingdom does look uh, interesting. Uh, I feel like we don't want to watch Kingdom for the same reasons. <laughs> well, I've heard it described as Sons of Anarchy in an MMA gym type of show so but uh i i have a feeling with your comment that no i'm not looking <laughs> i'm not interested in watching it for the same reason 
um, because it's going to be amazing because Matt Lauria and Jonathan Tucker and hell, even Nick Jonas, who I'm not really a fan of, are going to be naked all the time. And that's cool. I'm never going to yell at them for that. But I mean, it also looks like it's going to be pretty incredible. From the previews I've seen, it looks very intense. I really just can't wait. So I got to find someone. My parents' new neighbors have direct TV, but I've never met them. So I feel <laughs> I feel like I can't just walk over to their house and be like, hi, can I come watch TV at your house Wednesday? <laughs> uh, but maybe they'll make a VCR. Maybe they can record it for me. I have a VCR. I have a DVR burner. We'll figure it out. So that's... Uh, yeah, other than other than the game and the and kingdom, not really American Horror Story Freak Show doesn't really I've never watched any of the American Horror Stories. I mean the the Witches one last season, uh I watched that one because it seemed like an interesting idea uh <laughs> going in. <laughs> they didn't really capitalize on what it seemed like they were doing when they started out, but yeah, those shows just seem to be like uh, Freak Show seems to be like a, right in the perfect wheelhouse for for that type of show. They just do a bunch of weird stuff, and it may or may not actually coalesce into an actual story. Yeah, I doubt it will. So, uh, not really looking forward to that. Right? Anything on Wednesday for you? No. <laughs> Besides finding Directv, so you can see Jonathan Tucker naked. And to be clear, these people are not going to be naked. They're just going to be shirtless, and they're going to be boxing and MMA fighting. And I just don't want it to sound too lascivious. I was going to say, is this some sort of in MMA? <laughs> no, though I that would be awesome. <laughs> um, that might be on, awesome. that might be on uh, something other than the audience channel on uh, Directv. Yes. Uh, all right. <laughs> and on that note, we'll move to uh, Thursday. Thursday, Thursday night football will. Well, it's on. NFL Network in conjunction with CBS right now, but it'll move to NFL Network only as of uh, October 30th. And then Sci-Fi has uh, Haven, which started up on September 11th. And then USA Network has the second half of the latest Covert Affairs season and the final season, final season of White Collar starting up on November 6th. I have not watched White Collar in years. I already am blanking. Oh, I watch Haven. And, I mean, Haven's one of those shows that I'll watch, you know, for the long haul. Just kind of see. Partially because I need to support my friend Eric Balfour. <laughs> and the fact that he's made it to a fifth season, this is unheard of. And is that... Is that Betsy? <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I was going to mute it before she did it, but she did it too fast. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> Everybody say hi to Betsy. Um, hey. Heavens to Betsy. Yeah, so I'm definitely watching that. What else? That's it. Haven, Covert Affairs, or White Collar. Yeah, Haven. That's it. Yeah, I got behind on the last season of Covert Affairs. I'll watch the final season oh, of White Collar. I've never watched that. And uh, I'm still watching Haven even though I didn't particularly last season was the first season that they ended on a note where I wasn't particularly thrilled with when she uh, was like, now who's going to help me get William back. I was like, Oh, we really, although I, I do like, you know, sort of the idea of giving her something else to play. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's been interesting, but, uh, but overall 
they they built you know building up a character over last season only to only for them to die off screen. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> uh, all right. So you've never watched Haven, have you? Oh, I've sort of watched it. Oh, in big news, Not in this really, week's though. episode, Eric freaking Balfour gets his hair cut. So that's that's good. Okay. Um, what about white collar for you? Were you just done with it like I was? Yes. Haven't watched it in years. Yeah. It's freeing, really. It is. <laughs> Same with covert affairs. It is uh, when you can when you when you give up a few shows and spend some time watching, I don't know, other shows or doing something else altogether. Yes, yeah, so that's Thursday. That's Thursday. Move on to Friday. Uh, Cinemax has uh, the Nick continuing to play into October, and Sci-Fi has uh, the new show uh, Z Nation that just started up on September twelfth. And then the the only <laughs> the only non-scripted show that I put on the list to mention is TNT has a new show called On the Menu, starting up on October third. Yeah, only mention that one just because of. I do like this sort of idea that uh, the stuff that wins or whatever, that it'll actually be available like the next day. Yeah, like people can actually go try it at, at, a, restaurant. at a restaurant. Like the first episode is on the third, and I guess on the fourth they'll have that thing. On, you know, they'll have that uh, the winning dish on the menu at Denny's. Yes, I mean that looks interesting. I don't know why Ty Pennington is involved, but you know, and yet he's the only reason I would watch. <laughs> and it's. <laughs> And it and it's not always Denny's. It's a different restaurant, like each week. So. Chili's and something else, and so I I like the uh, I like the idea I like that too. of of it, uh, even though not all the restaurants that uh, are in my area, but but still that's that's one that I that I thought I'd put out there just because of the interesting nature of it. Yes. Either of you watching Z Nation? I literally fast forwarded through Friday's episode. Just to see if anybody would die. It's on, it's still on the DVR. I was like, I'll after watching the first episode, I was like, this is dumb, and not in a good way. I mean, I do like Tom Everett Scott very much, but the rest of some of the characters and things is just like, uh, and the uh, the whole DJ thing up in <laughs> Northern Lights stuff. That was all. There was just too many things that uh, yes were just too. That that went down that that I I I wasn't sure is it supposed to be serious is it supposed to be campy or what is it supposed to be sort of funny I uh, there was I don't know I was like I'll watch another episode and then episode. there was zombie dogs <laughs> it's like I'll watch another episode to see and then I just I I just don't even I I look at it and I just scroll past it yeah on the DVR so that should tell you everything. Uh, uh, about uh, about that, and then lastly, you move to uh, Saturdays. Uh, Saturdays, uh, AMC has uh, Hell on Wheels. It continues on into into the fall. BBC America has uh, Doctor Who still for uh, a little bit, and Intruders. And then Stars has a new show called Survivor's Remorse, starting up on October fourth, and then another new show. Uh, starting up on November 15th called The Missing. The Missing looks incredible. I've been seeing previews for it as I'm watching Outlander. It looks so good. Um, and actually, Survivor's Remorse looks really funny, too. I love Mike Epps. I think he's one of the funniest people. So I'll probably check that out. 
I would probably check both of them out. Survivor's Remorse sounds interesting. The, you know, a comedy based on, uh, you know, somebody becoming sort of instant rich as a pro basketball player and, you know, how their life changes and all the things they have to deal with. Yeah. That one sounds interesting. And then, uh, you know, The Missing, uh, you know, that could be good as well. What I love about The Missing is that it's no one I'm ab- I'm familiar with at all. So I'm looking forward to, like, discovering new people or whatever. What else? What else? I mean, I'm watching Doctor Who. not thrilled about it, but I'm watching it. <laughs> I heard someone tell me that, the- I mean, we're not going to talk about Doctor Who. That's not, like, on our primetime list. But I heard someone tell me this weekend that this week's episode was not good to them. But I actually like this episode so much better than, like, that Robin Hood one. I'm just confused. <laughs> Everybody keeps watching shows that I'm, like, we're getting the same show, but we're seeing two different things. <laughs> two different things. Cough, cough, Gotham, and cough. I like the Robin Hood episode, but I I also like this episode. But I also, but it was also an episode where you knew what the twist was, like, right at the beginning. It, it I did not call him as the architect at all. That didn't seem to be a, a shock to me, but yeah, I don't Maybe know. I wasn't paying it, attention. It is, I don't know. It is funny. Uh, it wasn't another one of those shows you were fast forwarding through, was it? <laughs> no, I watched the whole thing. Uh, although you, you know, fast forwarding through Z Nation—that's one more step than I did so far. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, and then, uh, lastly, as of the the twenty eighth, I think that's that's right. The twenty eighth is the day that. Uh, Transparent uh, drops the full season on Amazon Prime. I'm interested in that because I really like Jeffrey Tambor and Gabby Hoffman and Ali Sudol and all them there. But I don't know. I haven't. I never. I didn't watch in that pilot grouping, so I don't know. Yeah, it's <laughs> Amazon shows are interesting in that they've already put the you know the third set into into motion for people to watch and they're just now getting the the first show from the second grouping that they picked up uh, is actually about to you know be available right there's not yet a second season of the one show that they kept from the first uh, alpha house into the you know that they kept for a second season that hasn't reappeared as of yet either so there's a lot of stuff in the works but there's no t- <laughs> there's no definite dates other than this one's dropping on the 28th everything else seems to be kind of nebulous as to you know will it be end of the year or sometime early next year or or what but uh but overall that's a look at what's coming to uh to the cable channel race watching everything on cable this fall yep that's all her schedule is just cable stuff cable only no broadcast no broadcast for Ray. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what was I watching? One show? <laughs> what were you? Was there even one that you were watching? I'll watch Ground Floor. Oh, yeah, Ground Floor. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I said I would check out Bench, too. So yeah. two shows. So a couple of shows on Tuesday night. So that's our cable TV preview. It's time now for Prime Time Running Together. Leaving it on the line. First up, New Girl, Season 4, Episode 1, The Last Wedding, parentheses, season premiere. I'm one of those people who was watching New Girl and not hating New Girl, but not loving New Girl either in Season 3. So I was hesitant. 
going into season four, but I decided to watch it. And I didn't like love it. It wasn't a great episode to me, but there were moments like Nick storming away from conversations in his tap shoes that really did like remind me why I loved the show. So I'm hopeful that we'll see more of that. Not necessarily tap shoes, but something funny <laughs> like that. Yes, Nick should always have tap shoes. But the audit, like the audio moments that added, where you just heard him scamper away when he wasn't even on scene, like on screen. I thought that was really, really funny. I don't know. I just, and I thought Jessica Biel was actually surprisingly good. And I do think Winston is great as the voice of you know reason or whatever with his salt and pepper uh, analogy. I just, I don't know. It's not the show it used to be to me, but I still will be watching season four. Thoughts? This episode showed that I think they're, you know, they're trying to get back to the more ensemble. Just put these people in wacky situations and see how they, they deal with it. When they put Nick and Jess together, they sort of got away from that. See, here's the problem I have with that. They make this big deal about how they had to get away from these wacky situations because they had a couple. Yeah, no, that's, that's the thing I don't get. They could have written better for the <laughs> yeah. show and still done it. And still, like, then they wouldn't have had to backpedal so quickly from Nick and Jess. And the show could still be the six of them doing stupid things. Yeah, they could have they could have chosen to evolve Nick's character a little bit uh, instead of making them... Because, you know, instead of leaving them so different that you were just like, how are they ever going to be in a relationship? Right. And, uh, you know, because they have evolved her character some over the, over the course, you know, too, uh, that they, you know, they could have done stuff. And just because they're a couple doesn't mean that you have to separate them from the rest of the group. The problem is, is they separated like everybody, you know, they... They had them all do, doing weird things uh, last season, but not in, you know, weird funny. I don't know. They, they lost their way. They, if the first couple episodes are any sign, maybe they've refound something. I don't know, you know, like what still uh, the show is going to be, but I'd say the first, you know, this episode was, was pretty good. It had a lot of funny moments. I may, you know, maybe they did, you know, <laughs> fix some of the problems, even though they could have fixed them other ways, the way they're going about it hopefully does actually fix uh, it. It seems to be that the people behind the show know that there were, you know, agree that there were problems with the, with last season. They're not, they're not one of those, uh, one of those (laughs) where you hear like the creators that are just seem to be completely in denial that anything was going, (laughs) was not working or something like that. I think Liz Merriweather is in denial about the wrong thing. <laughs> like, I think that she was watching a different show than we were watching. Um, but Ray, I wondered what you thought of the premiere, because I know that you were pretty over it. I was pretty over it. And I'm not entirely back. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the premiere was funny. So that's a plus. <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat that from a comedy. <laughs> Um, well, it wasn't funny at the end of last season, so, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that's at least what I'm looking for when I watch it. So, yes, I thought that was a a good thing. I'm, and maybe the show itself was saying they're over weddings as well, but I'm kind of over the show constantly taking them to a wedding. Right. I don't understand why that has to keep happening, but, but in general, I mean, 
I don't know. I guess it was the show not wanting to pretend that they didn't happen, um, meaning Jess and Nick. But I still, I almost was like, could we just, if you're going to forget about it, let's just forget about it. <laughs> right. Don't keep going back to it being about that. Like, I don't really, so uh, there was still a little bit of the, the story is still a little bit about Nick and Jess. <laughs> just because it's about Jess moving on. Whatever. Right. And I don't want the show to just be about Jess having to find a guy, I guess is my thing. But, but yes, I would say that it's not entirely black. It's not what it was when I really loved it. Yeah. Um, but I don't really have anything else at that time, so I'll keep watching. <laughs> so by default, it's still on the list. I mean, I, no, I, I understand that it's completely. Bad. I agree with that completely. Like, it's not 100% back, but it's certainly improved on at least to start a little bit. So, so that's New Girl. We'll see if it keeps up, New Girl. New Girl's kind of on notice, and it has been for a while for me, but I think it's like really on notice really yeah well i think though the first couple episodes are i said there's some funny stuff you know it it, is actually some funny stuff going on gives gives the show a little leeway for uh, you know a handful of episodes into the season to see if they really have sort of pulled things back into a, a better direction so new girls kind of out there on notice for all of us our next show is the Mindy Project, Season 3, Episode 1. We're a couple now, haters, parentheses, season premiere. But it used to be called We're a Couple Now, Bitches, and the network made them change it. <laughs> I think it's hysterical. Um, say what people might about how the show is constantly and wildly changing, um, how every single character is. <laughs> because, you know, one episode, you know, Jeremy's a ladies' man. The next episode, Peter thinks he's gay. All these things. I just really loved this episode because and and one of the main reasons I loved it was because Mindy and Danny were able to still be Mindy and Danny and have an argument, but solve it like any normal couple would solve it. That's a big problem with shows who get people together and then they're like, well, we have to find some way to break them up on any, you know, on a different show that diamond dance stripper underwear might have caused them to, you know, I re- I'm rethinking this whole thing. It was never that point for them. And I think that was important. But anyway. How about, you, how about you, Ray? I would agree with that. I I don't... This is not a show that I love. <laughs> but it was a show that last season I was watching, like, on the computer. And um, now that I have a six tuner dvr i can actually dvr it (laughs) (laughs) this is actually pretty exciting to me um but i watched it this week and i thought it was really good uh and not just because of danny's striptease at the end my god Um, so funny anytime they make him dance is amazing and um but i agree with you that i like that it wasn't about breaking them up like they let them have a moment and then actually resolve it in a real way and one of my favorite Which, things, too, was, like, where he was trying to get her to stop gossiping, and she was sarcastic and said to him, oh, yeah, Danny, I'm just going to change my whole personality. Like, <laughs> she called him on the fact that that would never happen. She's not going to change. She's going to be herself, and he kind of has to accept that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, I don't love Adam Pally on the show still. Still, 
Yeah, well, they still have ill-fitting, I guess is the word. They still have a problem with some of the side characters, uh, somewhat in that they're they're just side characters. Uh, They've never, but that's perfectly fine if they're going to turn this into the Danny and Mindy show, uh, and you know have these other people revolving around them, and have them drive all the the major stories, I'm perfectly fine with that because that's always been the best part of the show anyways. But I don't feel like that's what they did in the premiere because the premiere was, Jeremy and Peter had their own story and it wasn't related to Danny and Mindy. Well, yeah, I know, but it, they, they, they're they doing some of it, but they still, you know, there's still so many characters that just sort of pop up. You know, they had another a guest star. They're, uh, they're, they're quickly... Uh, they've only they've only what got a couple more from It's Always Sunny to go through before they've uh, had the whole cast on. Yep. Uh, so well, Caitlin Olsen's going to be on New Girl. She's not going to be on Mindy. <laughs> but I I just really like uh, like you said uh, you know I like the idea and I hope they sort of stick with it of the idea of the show sort of being like what comes after the two hour rom com movie you know, type of thing. You sort of had their, you know, they had their breakup kind of thing at the end of last season. And now that they're together, hopefully they, you know, they, they keep them together for, her and, uh, and actually deal with these things. And, you know, this episode and next week's episode with meeting, uh, Danny's mother is any, uh, you know, look at what's to come. <laughs> I'm lo- I'm looking forward to this season of them, uh, you know, it's sort of, having fun with the things that come with uh, being a couple. Yes. Yes. They've done enough of the, you know, playing off of the rom-com stuff and, you know, having her date a bunch of people and, and, uh, and I, I think they finally hit on something and I hope they, you know, they stick with it. Uh, Me too. But, you know, you know, you never quite know. Mindy is sort of, uh, can be all over the place in what, she might be wanting to do, but I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to it. I, I would like to see them actually, uh, you know, develop some of the other, uh, characters a little bit more maybe. Uh, but, but like I said, if they, if it's always, uh, you know, Danny and Mindy is like the A story and then you have a B story with a couple of the other characters and then a couple of the other ones make a funny joke once or twice mm-hmm. an episode. That's, that's, that's perfectly fine. Uh, uh, with me and, uh, and, and, you know, next, next week's episode is fantastic. I, well, I haven't watched it yet, so I'll look forward to that. And that's it for Mindy. And now you're the worst season one, episode 10 fists and feats and stuff. Oh my God. You guys, I love the show so much. All right. You two convince me. Um, it's. I don't know that we're going to convince you. <laughs> it's not. Tell me all like, the things you love about you're the worst, so I can. I love how realistic it feels that these people are completely and terribly flawed. Uh, I love that they all make bad decisions. I love that they all learn somewhat from their bad decisions. I think the use of karaoke in this woman's work was amazing. Uh, I don't know. I just. It's not something I think I can convince you to watch. It's a little vulgar. It's pretty vulgar. And um, some of that's some of the funniest parts of it. And really, I just think the whole cast has chemistry, and I love them all. 
And what I love is that it's unknown. So you have no formed opinion about these people before you get to the show. So you can fall in love with them as these characters. And it just makes me laugh out loud. But also, I am so deeply invested in their relationship. Thoughts, Ray? Ray Ray? <laughs> Anybody ever call uh, you Ray Ray? No, nobody ever calls you Ray Ray. <laughs> Let's not start. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also love it. I would agree with your comment about they feel so real <laughs> because they're so horrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It. I mean, that sounds horrible to say. Like, I think they're obviously an exaggerated state of horrible, but like it speaks to the side of us where there's a little bit of horribleness in us. And so it speaks to, okay, it must be okay to be a little, like, at least I'm not right. as bad as her. <laughs> Right, exactly. I think that there's a little bit of that, but there's also something great about the fact that they're both horrible people, but that's what makes them perfect for each other. Exactly. (laughs) And maybe even all four of them as friends are horrible people, but that's, again, you know what I mean? It's about what's unique to your group and And why your group. Edgar is probably not at all a horrible person. He's like the best person on the show because he just cares so much for everyone He's amazing. He's my favorite. And I just really enjoy him. And Kether Donahue on that Kate Bush song. It was hilarious. It was not supposed to be like, it wasn't, it wasn't like she was singing to be funny. Like it was ending emotional moment, but she was just so uh, her life is pretty much over because she's been cheating on her husband, but then comes to find out that he's been having an affair, an emotional affair. Um, and so that like guts her and it just, it leads to some great moments. And as soon as the electricity, let's be fair, that's not what really guts her. (laughs) It's true. It's that she's now getting a divorce when her sister is having a baby and is married, whatever. Although of course we all know that her sister's marriage is not good. Her husband (laughs) is amazing though. And how much he like wants Jimmy to really love him. When any other husband would be like, you're the ex. I don't want you to love me. Like, he's awesome. I I love... Was it in this episode where he said, when she said, why did you invite him? And he said, as adults, we only make so many friends. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think it was because this was the party. I think that's what this was. It's so true, though, too. Like, you're like, I have to invite these people. (laughs) Because, yeah, Exactly. That's another, and as soon as, I did know that as soon as she said no to the key, but that the elect, but coming after the electricity had sparked, I knew for a hundred percent positive that she's definitely moving in with him. <laughs> um, but I love the immediate look of regret on both of their faces as the season ended because they knew that they maybe had made a bad decision, but they were going to do it anyway. And Killian randomly showing back up again was great because <laughs> that kid's awesome. It's just funny and like, it just, they don't have to come up with dumb ideas. I don't really know how to explain it, but they're all like things that people go through. Right. And it's not, it's not, it doesn't feel, I mean, I, it, we know it's made up cause it's a TV show, but it doesn't feel like they're inventing reasons for whatever. <laughs> right. Like the reasons that they, they had a couple moments apart in the, in the season was because, like, they didn't feel like a plot contrivance. It felt like what people go through 
she saw a wedding ring and or an engagement ring and freaked because obviously it was moving too fast for her. So good. And I mean, like, I think that the the other aspect of that is that they're they, these are two people who are allergic, for lack of a better word, to relationships. Yeah. <laughs> so for both of them, like these things feel realistic things that would come up and would actually be an issue like that. <laughs> One uh, another show, I think, would handle them all at once, and then they would suddenly magically get over their commitment issue. <laughs> and instead, this show consistently brings them back. And I like that it's also been kind of realistic about, like, these are two people who weren't immediately in a relationship, like, right. the, like a committed one-on-one relationship. So we got to see some of the messiness that we wouldn't normally see in a another show about if you're dating these people. And you're still seeing other people, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, we don't ever get to see that in other shows. I mean, I think probably just a, mostly for a a cast factor, but we also just don't ever get to see it because it's not, that's not something we like to talk about, that people maybe sleep with multiple people at once. Not at once, but (laughs) at once too, but also. Yes. Never mind. (laughs) Anyway. Um, the show has had everything in how many episodes? <laughs> yeah, it has everything. I just really hope that FX does the right thing and renews it because I, I feel like I can't live without it. I would be okay if they renewed it but moved it to FXX. Yeah, I would be okay with that too. Um, maybe they can cancel Married and renew You're the Worst. Um, but yeah, so, so yes, You're the Worst. Everyone needs to watch it. You'll love it. Except maybe Jason. Jason probably won't love it because Jason, you don't like the league or it's always sunny, do you? Well, I haven't watched the the league in a while, but every time I have watched it, it's not. I don't know. It's not really for me. It's always right. sunny. Can be funny. I find it's always sunny when I have watched to be either like really good or just completely terrible and not funny. Like there, right. I don't find I've not, not that I've watched a ton of episodes, but I've never found like a middle ground like where you're just like ah, that was all right right uh well then i don't know if you'll like you're the worst but it's okay because we do yeah i don't know Uh, you're the worst seems to be like the 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 darling out there like all of a sudden it came out of uh because it's really funny most people watched the first episode and were like ah and then nope i loved it from the get but people that kept watching uh seem to uh come around on it coming Uh, around again i don't know it's I mean, it's one of those shows. I mean, I did, I did drop out after the first episode. I didn't even give it a second or, mm-hmm. or a third. So, you know, maybe, uh, maybe, so, maybe, it's, maybe it'll be one of those that, like, if it does get picked up, then I'll check it out to see if it goes, you know, to catch up for a second season or something. Uh, but speaking of shows on FX or FXX, I wish I knew, like, really, like, what made a show be on one or the other yeah. yeah me too because you're the worst should have been on f if they're gonna try and do this whole thing you're the worst should have been on fxx from it, the get. it totally seems like a show that should be from watching the pilot it totally seems like a show that could have been nicely paired up with you know like the league or yeah instead or, of or reruns or recuts of dolly g i guess sort of maybe you know maybe married fits in the as something that would have more been on the you know, FX, uh, like Louie or something, you know, that. Right. But yeah, the, the other, <laughs> some of the other ones that just, uh, uh, 
Uh, it doesn't quite make sense. Uh, I mean, at least, you know, with something like, you know, TNT and TBS, you know that for the most part, dramas go into one place and comedies go the other place. But this is supposed to be some breakdown based on potential demographic audience. But yet then they leave shows on one network that totally seem like perfect for the demographic that they're going after on FXX. So yeah, I, 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 I don't know what they're what they're doing. They could. Uh, uh, I, I I don't know that they necessarily. I don't know that know, they know either. <laughs> know either. But that's prime time. Time for reality. Uh, I also I forgot to say Utopia because I'm still watching it. These people are awful people. No one can convince me otherwise. They're always yelling and screaming at each other, and it's it's going to be gone within a month, let alone a full year. Uh, great food talk race. My favorites are in the finals. I don't even like Middle Eastern food, but I'm totally rooting for Middle Feast because they're awesome. They seem like really cool guys. And so that's all I want to say about that. I was totally disappointed in the MasterChef winner because it should have been Elizabeth, not that stupid Courtney who I couldn't stand. Ugh, couldn't stand her. And, but I'm glad it wasn't Leslie. And then America's Next Top Model. Oh, my God, these people are crazy. They're crazy people. Also, Tyra, a beard weave was not a good idea. The guy looks so dumb. He's a really attractive fella. Put that fake beard on him. He looks like an idiot. And he knows it. So that's my reality check. I'm looking forward to the premieres of Survivor and The Amazing Race. Um, just because I like them. So there you have it. Reality. I didn't get into the great food truck race this uh, this well, go around. Has there been some I didn't good... get into it either because nobody told me it premiered. <laughs> so then I watched four episodes back to back. Been fine. Been typical. Nothing really new. Just the same old, same old, and I really like the Middle Feast team. How did the one go? I think it was a couple ago. I saw the ad for it that it sounded like they were uh, going to have to switch trucks and cook the and cook. Yeah, the, they had to cook each other's food. Cook the other. It actually went pretty well. Nobody failed epically. But that, I mean, that's interesting to me. But obviously, yeah, because that sounded interesting. It's like all of a sudden you're like, okay, you got to cook this other person's food, but you got to. Well, this sort season's of been a lot be... more about like. In training your, them to yeah. be able to do well. So like there was a week where it was about time management and then budgeting and then knowing your audience and marketing and knowing a, you having like a world, you know, a whole thing about knowing a lot about food. So you had to try other food trucks and basically it was, it was. It, it's pretty interesting. That sounds pretty interesting because they have been evolving the show from year to year. Yeah. Uh, and it does seem to be like now you not only win, but you get like. Like a fan, like even if you don't win, you get like a fantastic education on how to run. Exactly, and they really made a point this season to give them an education versus just learning on the fly. Like every week has been a lesson for them, so that they, when they lose, they can go home and still get their own food truck and really still succeed. So I think that's good. I think that's been good this season, Um, and I'm totally rooting for Middle Feast. Go Middle Feast, and that's it for. Reality TV recommendations. I still don't have one. I feel like I don't have one this week. So I guess it could be what you're the worst, but I feel like I've done that before. <laughs> but it back. is and always will be you're the worst. Let's go back and watch. Like five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. Remember when I was talking about you're the worst? That's my TV recommendation. Your recommendation is to go back and watch you're the worst. Yes. 
You guys, what is yours? Well, mine is uh, is Psych, the complete series, uh, which comes out on Tuesday, October 7th. And uh, it looks like pretty much anything and everything they've ever done is going to be on in that set. Here's my problem with that set. <laughs> <laughs> One, too much money. Yeah. Two, I'm not really into the weird funky neon green thing i like all of my others like i have a full set i don't need to buy it but like i like my set cover art so like the the green with the pineapple doesn't do much for me three if i'm going to put out money again i want blu-rays i want hd versions i don't want the dvd versions again sorry not to poo-poo your recommendation because if you haven't purchased it's a good thing and Amazon has it on sale. Don't buy it from USA at full price, people. <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm saying as if you, you know, if you came onto the series later or you haven't bought uh, things or, you you know, you're looking for something that you'd like to, you know, sit down and binge watch on. This is a good set. But I was just interested to see, like, there's it's got like, you know, it's like the whole series on like 30 discs or something like that. But like pretty much like every Every video commentary or podcast commentary, you know, outtakes, gag reels that they've ever done are somewhere on the set. Plus, they've done actual audio commentaries. You know, there's, you know, the actual audio commentaries that's been recorded for a lot of different episodes throughout the seasons. So, yeah, it's 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 got pretty much <laughs> like everything. It's just looked like pretty much everything they've ever done <laughs> is actually, which is. Uh, I I like that idea for a, a complete uh, series set. If you're a huge fan of the show, uh, or have become a fan of the show and haven't bought previous seasons, you can get literally, I don't know, uh, half a year's worth of just like, and that's if you didn't sleep of entertainment out of uh, out of the box set. Because I I, I forget exactly the, uh, but it was a pretty huge you know number of hours of. Uh, of content, you know, for the whole thing when you, mm-hmm. not just the episodes, but with all the other stuff that they had added onto, it was, uh, it was pretty good, but, uh, that's my pick. And, uh, and I wholly endorse a uh, race pick as well. Um, uh, I guess that's my trick. Cue. Um, uh, my pick is arrow. I don't remember if we've ever talked about the fact that I watched it, but I, Earlier in the summer, I been watched, been watched, binge watched. I been watched. <laughs> what bin were you watching it in? The first, like the first season, I watched online, whatever Hulu, Netflix, whoever had it, and then I got to the second season, and like the second through the six episodes I think were online because I had just missed the cutoff because they were repeating. I just missed, missed the cutoff for the first. I don't know. I ended up buying the whole freaking season on iTunes because I, I had to watch it. I think you right for doing that because then I got to watch it. This is true. <laughs> now, the ironic thing is I have since purchased, because last week season two is out, and I do like that Warner Brothers does the DVD with the Blu-ray with a digital copy. So you get all three of those for your price of one DVD set, which is pretty right. freaking nice. Of course... I paid for the second season twice. (laughs) I got it on iTunes, but I knew that the one I would get with my DVD would only be Flickster. 
but it's okay. Ultraviolet, not really just Flickster, but whatever. So my recommendation is because I loved it. <laughs> Amory doesn't love it as much. I don't. <laughs> she likes it though, right? Or I is do okay like it. it. And okay. I'm actually really excited for season three now. Well, good. Because uh, that is exactly what I'm recommending. You people should go get caught up. That's right. <laughs> now you have season two, you can get caught up with too. Um, which I feel like will probably be on something now that it's out on DVD. And so that you're ready for season three of Arrow. And more importantly, because this is the whole reason I watched in the first place. Because I am excited about The Flash. So that you're also caught up on what happened in Arrow that leads to, well, parallels. Yes. It's, de- it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, if you were looking forward to watching uh, the second season on Netflix, they pushed it back. It looked Which like I don't it, understand why. Well, I, I think it, it – technically it looks like a pushback. I think it was actually not supposed to. It was originally uh, like accidentally announced or out there that it was going to be earlier. Uh, but basically – It'll be on Netflix as of when the third season's third season starts, or sometime around there. Uh, but that's fine. You can DVR the first couple episodes. Yeah, yes. you can watch season two and quickly. Because I did. I, like I watched all three seasons back to back over yeah. like twice in a row. So you well, can do the, it. the thing is, is they tried to leave you know some uh, a small portion open for DVD sales. Uh, you know, a, like a window of a two or three weeks of of uh, I get it. where it wasn't uh, available. I don't know why they need that. They clearly have people like me who buy it twice. Yes. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> All like, I wanted to you're like, come on, just put it out. I, I bought it on Blu-ray. I bought it on iTunes. I would have watched it a third time on Netflix. So, you know, come on, just put it out there. Right. So those are our well, recommendations. Well, I can't overemphasize the ease of just being able to pull up Netflix and watch it. Yes. <laughs> so... Whatever, yeah. but you can start catching up on ep- on season one on Netflix if you have Netflix. It's uh, exactly it's, by the time you've watched all, all of there. season one. That's how I watched you, it on Netflix. You probably will not be like me and not watch it the same rate I did. So you can watch all of season one, then season two will be available, and you can be DVRing season three. So That's by the right. time you're done with season two, you'll have several episodes of season three built up. Listen to her. I'm like the whole rest plan. Of and then you, yeah, because then at least, yeah, then for your season three view, and you'll yeah, be only able to, I had done that. you'll be <laughs> able to binge a few episodes, so you'll be able to continue that binge, and then you know, like, uh, come exactly come November, you'll be like, oh my god, I got to wait a week between episodes. <laughs> right. Well, if you're starting in November, you're probably gonna have to wait a month, but <laughs> yeah, a month or um, a half. Anyway, so that's our TV recommendations. There you have it. You can find links to the news stories we talked about and our recommendations in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 243. Next week, Jason will be joined by Laurel Brown of docbrowntv.com and Liz Henderson of nicegirlstv.com to preview the 2014 CW fall TV schedule. Opening and closing music is provided by IODA Promonet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spreet. The Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title put out by Yellow Dog Records. All That's right. all she wrote, gang. Hopefully, <laughs> I will see you all in in Orlando in a, in a month. Yeah, we'll keep you posted. <laughs> well, I'll be here. Yes. I mean, I'm, <laughs> right there, so. I'm not flying out of town. Yeah. Everybody else is coming. Ray is like, 
Oh man, Amory and Jason are coming to the I mean, to I may not be going to the sci-fi thing. Most likely, I will not be going to the sci-fi thing, but <laughs> but she'll be there. Um. All right, I'm off. I gotta go take care of my dog. My dad's coming over for Monday night TV, and that's about it. Alrighty. Have a good one. All right. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. We sit glued to the TV set all night and every night. Why go into the outside world at all? Nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews.